everybody I want to be thoughtful as I talk about this I'm going to start in the most respectful way possible. This is goodtherapy.org. Sensate focus, getting out of your head and into your body during sex. November 7, 2017 by Rachel Keller, LCSWC. Sensate focus developed by Masters and Johnson, 1960s. As a technique that has been used by sex therapists for many years to help couples and individuals overcome a range of sexual difficulties. Sensate focused exercises work best when engaged with the guidance of a therapist. However, trying the exercises on one's own can be a great place to start if one feels safe and secure in doing so. Sensate focus can be considered mindfulness for touch, and mindfulness practice involves meditation or intentional focusing on something specific. Sensate focus is mindfulness for touch because it is an intentional focus on touch without expectations, judgment, or pressure. Sensate focus can teach a person how to be in their body experiencing rather than in their head spectatoring. Spectatoring is a normal function of an active mind. However, it inhibits arousal and orgasm, which is problematic. And so the reason why I picked this is because for years, when I did have sexual relationships in the past, even though it was satisfying enough physically and mentally, I still spent the majority of time in my head and I didn't spend enough time in my body during sex. I didn't spend enough time with my partners during sex. And they had the same issues with me. They were, they'd spent a lot of times in their heads and not enough time in my body during sex. We didn't spend enough time understanding each other's minds and bodies during sex, even though satisfying enough, it could have been more. But they had their sexual hurts, habits, and hangups like I did because we both were, a lot of my partners were either sexual wounds, whether it was through rape culture, whether it was through being taught sexual recklessness, those kind of things. So we both grew up with intentional focus on touch with harmful expectations, harmful judgment, harmful pressure because of the sexual wounds. So there were traumatic intentional focuses on traumatic touch back then. And there was a traumatic mindfulness for traumatic touch growing up as well. And so we were spectatoring even though, again, we were usually satisfied enough where we didn't complain or badmouth each other performance in fact I was usually very quiet about what we did they were very loud about what we did what we did was actually spectatoring again is a normal function of an active mind however the inhibits arousal and orgasm which is problematic so we didn't have as much arousal as we could have we didn't have much orgasms as we could have but we had enough orgasms and arousal to go let's keep doing this and we did so I had most of my sex was all the partners I had sex with at least two times. I did have some one night stands here and there, but they enjoyed it. And I did too. Look back on it, could have enjoyed it more. It says, let's look at two examples of spectatoring. 
This is Petra. Petra is generally satisfied with her body and enjoys sex with her partner. That is my experience now. It wasn't always that way back then. And, they, and those will continue to be my experiences in the future and now and forevermore. However, when receiving oral sex, despite her best intentions, her mind starts to wonder, did I send that email? I need to remember to call her tomorrow. Oh, no, I'm distracted. My partner's trying so hard, but I don't know if I can climax and on it goes. I used my mind wonder, but it didn't wonder so bad that the sex was ruined. But whenever it happened, I would force myself to focus on my partner and sexual pleasure and everything. But my mind tended to wonder with traumatic flashbacks of being raped and sexually assaulted. And sometimes their minds would wonder because, you know, we myself and then we had sexual performance anxiety so what we would do was compliment each other like there was no tomorrow in terms of body and sex because their mind would start to wonder with sexual insecurities because they came from you know sexual reckless backgrounds that they were taught when they were younger and I came from the same type of background myself For Petra, these distracting thoughts come in many forms depending on the day. She sometimes has thoughts related to personal insecurities, work, family, relationships, stresses, to-do lists, worry about her partner's experience, and more. This is spectatoring. Rather than being in her body experiencing the sensations, Petra goes, Petra gets in her head and becomes spectator of what's happening in her body. As a result, she doesn't fully enjoy the experience and struggles with orgasm from oral sex. Ooh. In all the sex that I used to have in the past, um, we didn't orgasm or enjoy the experiences as much, but we we could have. But if we were not sexually traumatized, then we would have fully enjoyed all the acts and positions we did. And I grew up in a world of sexual spectatorship of the traumatic nature. So I was spectator, unfortunately, along with my partners. But I can honestly say my partners, in terms of, you know, the ones that I was knowingly sleeping with, none of them made fun of my body or my sex. In fact, they would give glowing reports about my body and my sexual performances. Um, so I know that, I know the, the tr trauma thoughts can be the distracting thoughts which occurred for us and spectatoring each other we did. But the amazing thing was we knew that subconsciously and we I was, sent, I was a sensitive lover to all of my lovers as an adolescent and when I became a young adult. So I never have any like sex horror stories in terms of sleeping with somebody that clowned how I looked and how I sounded and my face and my performance comes to sex. None of that. I was that fortunate. 
And then it says, Petra's mind is acting exactly as it was intended. She's not doing anything wrong. The human mind evolved to actively juggle multiple things at once, continuously scan internally and externally to identify what needs attention. Sensei focus is designed to give the active mind something compelling on which to focus during sex and won't need to wander. So I've learned that multitasking during sex is very normal. In fact, a lot of times what I've seen in mainstream porn was a guy, and it, it tends to be heteronormative, so I'm just being honest, I was taught to see heteronormative porn and to get self-orgasms from it, um, and I hate that it's a lot mostly heteronormative, but let me go on and say that it's like a guy who sees a woman's butt, I'm going to just say it that way because got to keep it respectful. Guy sees a woman's butt and he robotically smacks it. Or he's so into the jackhammering that he'll only smack if she says it, but he does it so fast and then he'll go back to jackhammering with, while his testicles is constantly clanging, you know, hitting her um, back door vaginal region. And um, a lot of times they look at the woman like she is this edible food item on a plate and they have they, they act like they'll never get to have sex again because in their mind these are the type of dudes and I gotta keep it real these are the but I'm gonna keep it real in a respectful way these are the type of dudes who feel like I gotta have as many sexual partners as I can and I gotta have as much sex as I can so when it comes to sex with women, they 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 only think of women as vaginas, breasts, and butts. I'm keeping it respectful. Because if I get crass, it'll be misogynistic in this case, so I won't do that. But they think of women as just body parts. So in their mind, and I'ma say it, but I'm gonna be respectful, that they think I had I gotta obtain as much vagina and vaginas as possible. They say it in crass ways, again I will not. And these are the same type of people that that's exactly how they have sex. They have sex on death wish. So a lot of times what I've seen in porn, and even in real life, guys will talk about, you know. type of sex that they like to have type of body parts for example it could be oh man I'm more of a breast man I'm, keep, I'm keeping it from being crass so be thankful that I'm still not being crass when I say it I can be crass but wisdom is not leading me to do that right now so I'm not going to I'm only crass when wisdom says yes you have to be but this episode I won't so because I can be crass without being crass. I can, you know, 
go there without always using crash words of choice. So sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It depends on what wisdom is leading me. And they'll talk about the type of body parts of women they like. Oh, I'm more of a breast man, I'm more of a black man, I'm more of a vagina man. And so a lot of times those guys feel like, well, because most of these dudes are talking about butts, then I gotta be a butt man. But when it comes to the porn sex, they don't rub it like that or grab or smack it like they really don't. I'm just telling you what I've seen in porn in real life. This is real. This is how guys talk. A lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them. And it's amazing how in porn, they'll see a woman's because porn focuses a lot on a woman's behind us when I'm talking about it like this they do they talk they focus more on the behind than like her chest because I know I've seen in some porn videos where they have the woman's high heels on and her bra will be almost undone or fully still wrapped around her chest but her behind her but her panties underwear I should I should say underwear in this case is wrapped around her knees or sometimes to her ankles or sometimes almost to her ankles because he so he pulls it down but as he's almost into the feet he'll let go to either bend her over or feel or just pow 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 with his hands on her behind or he'll just eat her out like put her over his head and eat I should say kind of like this and that's what happens and I noticed that they tend to do that because that's what they see in porn but that's not something they really like to do or they're not big on it but they try to make themselves look like they are with their peers you know it's traumatic sexual peer pressure because a lot of those guys don't have the courage to be honest and say hey i respect that you're big on this i may not be as big on it or i'm not so i believe that people should have full honest sex i'm really uh, i'm really big on that if you're not big into something it's okay no matter what it is sex, if you're not big and on it, then don't do it no matter what your girlfriend's got to say, what your bro's got to say. Because a lot of men and women, they try to teach each other how to have sex. No, girl, when you when you um when you go down on him, you gotta suck it like this. You gotta slurp it like that. You gotta swallow like this. And it's like if that is not how it works between her and her lover and her lovers, then she shouldn't take that advice. It should only be taken from people who, first of all, you got to have that kind of permission, even for the lovers to know, oh, yeah, you're getting sex advice from your homies, you know, but a lot of women have experienced men, um, doing sexual things to them because of what the homies said. It's like Snoop Dogg in his younger days, of course he's much more mature now, so I'm not gonna hold the man to his past because I actually see that the man is growing up. The man is way more um, 
of a gentleman to women now than he was back in the 90s with Death Row Records. But he had a 90s record when it ain't fun if the homies can't have none. So that's basically running trains on women. Okay. Again, I was crass, but I didn't bleep. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's what happened. You know. And I had to understand that a lot of times guys are told this is how you have sex with women. So they'll actually try what the homies said. So the sex they have is all a lie because you're letting idiots tell you how to have sex. You're letting ignoramus say I have sex, but you really need but instead of going to the homies, you need a sex therapist. You need a sex coach. You need a trained professional, like a sexologist. You need to go to those people because they can help you to understand your sexual personality. Because everybody's got, everybody has, most people have a sexual personality. I'm sorry. I, I take that back. Most people have a sexual personality because you can have a sexual personality, be asexual, because here and there. You know, in bits and pieces they have sex, but most, but asexuals as a whole, they usually don't experience sexual attraction or have sexual relationships, or they don't really have sex. I should say for the most part, because you know they have, they do it in, you know, infrequently, very infrequently. But a lot of them actually don't have sex. But anyway, so I had to. You know, unfortunately, um, I was told by guys in the crime world how to have sex with women. Did I ever apply it? No, because when it came time to have sex, I just know in my heart, if I listen to these dudes, then the sex will not be good. I even had an innate understanding back then that what I was being told was all trash and that I didn't need to have trashy sex because of it. Um, And so that's what happened to me. Because, you know, it's like in the crime world, you see, I saw men and women have sex. It was mostly men and women have sex. And yes, I witnessed. Um, I, I, I'm a crime cult survivor. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the sex. But I really got to say this so people understand that I am a survivor of criminal cults. I'm a survivor of crime cults. So... I'm going to tell you all the crimes that, I sur- that I'm a survivor of in terms of exposure. So I'm a survivor of abduction of a child under the age of 16 for sex. Abduction or detention for sex. I'm a survivor of witnessing unsafe abortions. Meaning that I saw some girls and women actually die from performing unsafe abortions in my presence in the stash houses and drug houses 
and I actually saw many women and girls um, go on to continue living despite their un performing unsafe abortions in my presence. Um, they were able to live and eventually they were able to go to a doctor who was able to help surgically heal them. And even though some had reproductive system issues for years, some were still able to have children while some couldn't uh, because of the unsafe procedure messing up their reproductive organs. But most of them, the majority of them were able to go on to be mothers because they had more children and some even had more abortions, but it was safe abortions. And some women were able to have children, but they were like, okay, I can't, I don't want to have any more abortions. Because they're like, I want to, they always wanted to be moms, but because they grew up in sexually traumatic environments like me, that's what happened. So... In the crime world, yes, I knew women and girls who were products of rape and incest. I knew a lot of dudes who were products of rape and incest. I knew a lot of people who were products of adultery, one-night stands, friends with benefits, casual sex, hookups, hookup culture. I'm talking about these people were babies from those things. And I knew people who were products of promiscuity, you know, outside children, you know, you know, the love child, you know. I knew people who were products of sexual assault. In terms of when I say products, I mean they were babies coming out the womb from those things. And I knew babies that were drug babies for lack of a better word, new babies that were born with crack cocaine addiction, heroin addiction. I knew mothers who smoke while pregnant and, I, and all the mayhem that comes along with that. I knew babies born addicted to alcohol because mom used to drink like crazy. Um, insanely like drinking, you know. So I knew babies born with fetal alcohol syndrome. I knew babies who had were born with HIV and AIDS. So, you know, most of these babies were able to live decent lives. Some of them had short life expectancy. Um, because you know, some died not too long after I met them in the crime world some I know are still around um, but a lot of them ended up dying in the womb or I take that back a lot of them ended up just shortly after they were born they died they didn't need, some didn't even make it to one some made it at least to one year old and then they just died and most of them were able to grow up to see adulthood. But I knew in that world that, you know, they were... Most of the babies, it's like, yeah, that's what happens to me. You know, some of these babies were actually grown men and grown women, grown people when I talked to them. And that's why... Their life expectancy, some was short, most of it wasn't. 
and some of them were actual babies that I met. Because in the crime world, people want to introduce you to their families, which is weird and strange, you know. So sometimes people in the crime world, a lot of them are parents. A lot of them are, I'm going to get crass on this one. A lot of them are fucking around. And a lot of them have this, and I'm going to be crass on this, but I respect the queens. I'm all for women. A lot of them are on this, man, I got to get pussy like this tomorrow type, type of bullshit. You know what I mean? And um, that's how they are. And some have said in my presence, and all these titties out here are all mine. And some said, these asses out out here, they got all my name on it. They said. So... I'm a survivor of accessibility of records for tax department, additional records for taxation, administration of drugs for sex, affray, um, aggravated animal cruelty, aggravated assault, ag- aggravated burglar, allow dog or cat to be a sense. Uh, I witness aggravated animal cruelty, aggravated assault, aggravated barricade, allow dog or I survived, allow dog or cat to be a nuisance, aggravated burglary, ammunition possessing, acquiring or carrying, animal cruelty, armed robbery, arson, arson caused death, assaults, um, arsons, arsonists, assaults with intent to commit sexual offenses, assaulting and resisting police. Assault with intent to rape being disguised with unlawful intent. Um, I saw him robberies, bestiality, bigamy, polygamy, polygyny, polyandry, polyamory, blackmail, bomb hoaxes, breach alcohol, interlock condition, breach of intervention off order, breach of intervention orders, breach of community corrections orders and burglary. So those are the crimes that I survived within the criminal cults, also known as crime cults. There are more crimes that I survived growing up. And I'm going to just really finish out when I tell you this is what I saw. Let me get back to the sex, all right? I'm a survivor of careless driving, carrying a loaded firearm in a town, populous place or public thoroughfare slash place, carrying out plumbing work without license or registration, carrying out work without a building permit, causing injury intentionally, causing injury recklessly, causing serious injury intentionally in circumstances of gross violence, causing serious injury recklessly in circumstances of gross violence, collecting or making documents likely to facilitate terrorist acts, common assaults, common assaults, common law, compelling sexual penetrations, consequences of failing to comply with Section 260A, 
conspiracies. Contaminated goods causing public alarm or economic loss. Contents of court. Contempts of court. Contravene family counseling orders. Contravene family violence intervention orders. Contravene family violence intervention orders tending to cause harm or fear. Uh, contravene family violence safety notices. Control of body armor. Control of uses of dangerous articles. Uh, corporate criminal responsibility for offenses against Section 254. Um... And all the other crimes. I'll stop right there and get back to the section and get back to the crime stories, okay? So when it comes to women and sex, like with these guys, um, I noticed that they tend to feel like they're nobodies when it comes to that particular world. It, it's okay if you have friends that have sexual wisdom that y'all can share and that doesn't infringe upon privacy or confidentiality. That's cool. But a lot of these women and men, mostly women and men, they teach each other how to be insensitive, desensitized lovers. And that's why the sex is desensitized and insensitive in nature. Therefore, the sex is totally dishonest and totally um, unwholesome. Because unfortunately, and I gotta be honest about this, all the Latinas who were drug lords that I was forced to report to by them forcing me to work in Mexican drug cartels, all of them would rape me weekly. Um, all the black women, indigenous people of color that were drug lords that forced me to work for their street crews in D.C., they all would rape me weekly as well. It was either weekly for the Latinas and the Black women and people of color. Whenever they felt like it, they would have me in their homes, their multi-million dollar houses, or at their headquarters, which was in an abandoned building that looked beautiful on the inside. But on the outside, it looks like a slum abandoned building. But on the inside, it looks like a it, it looked like a palace. So, so that was their way of quote unquote rewarding me. What the fuck type of bullshit is that? Um, for me being the, the most popular drug dealer slash numbers runner they had and they wanted me to make money for them. I was a I was forced to be a drug dealer numbers runner when it came to all of their Mexican drug cartels that had me and all the 
street crews and drug crews that I'm in, and I was that I was five when all these things happened. And I tell you about the crime world. If you hear me talk about crime world in my life, think he was five years old when all these things happened because it's a harsh truth. So this is what happened, and um, I just grew up in a world where I. saw a lot of sexual callous attitudes toward women and mostly. Um, I witnessed adult sex tourism, so I witnessed LGBT plus sex tourism, um, adult sex tourism to people of all sexual orientations, all gender identities, all sex characteristics. I witnessed non-binary, genderless, genderqueer, trans sex tourism as adults too because in the world of crime, what I did see in the mafia was some of them pretended to be super straight, but I saw them have gay sex, but we had an agreement that I would never say anything, they wouldn't either. Um, I saw lesbian sex, but it was tolerated because it's okay for women to be quote-unquote effeminate as long as a man was doing it. It was like Female homosexuality was looked down upon, but they didn't stop it. They're like, okay, they're just being women, whatever. They're supposed to be girly girls together. They're like, oh, that's just dykes being dykes. I heard them say that. And um, I saw these things in the Italian mafia, the Mexican drug cartels, the street drug crews. I was in there five. I saw this. Let me finish. Tao. Tao generally enjoys connecting sexually with his partner. However, sometimes it's distracting thoughts during intercourse, such as, she looks tired. Maybe she wants me to stop. Should I switch positions? But I don't want to risk losing my erection. Tao spectatoring, like that of many people, is fueled by underlying fears of inadequacy and rejection. I actually saw this stuff in person, in real life, in the crime world, many times. When these fears take hold, it is understandable that he has difficulty orgasming before starting to lose his erection. Let's look at the third example which Sensei Focus can help. So here we go. Sensei Focus is a series of intimate touch exercises that teach one how to be fully in the body during sex, something that I now experience joyfully. The exercise can be done solo with a partner and can last from 10 minutes to one hour. It's recommended to start with 10 minutes for solo sensei focus and 20 minutes for partner sensei focus. I'm enjoying my solo sensei focus and my partner sensei focus. I really am. Do only one phase per session and leave at least a day to process the experience between sessions and spend at least two weeks in each phase or more needed to ensure one feels comfortable. These exercises can be done one to three times per week depending on one's needs and capacity. Sensei focus should be done separately from usual sexual intimacy. Sensei focus is a series of intimate touch exercises that teach one how to be fully in the body during sex. That's something that I'm gonna I'm gonna apply sensei focus well when it comes to my sex life on camera and off camera. And y'all know what that means. The exercises can be done solo with a partner and can last from 10 minutes to one hour. This is amazing. Non-demand touching. Sensei uses non-demand touching, which means you are touching with no particular outcome or expectation in mind. This is different sexual foreplay. You are not trying to arouse the other person or even to pleasure them or the other people. You are touching for yourself with a sense of curiosity and exploration about your partner's or your own body. 
Allow yourself to experience and enjoy touch for the sake of touch. Pay attention to the following aspects of the touch. Temperature, you know, warm slash cool. Pressure, hard slash soft. And texture, smooth slash rough. Those are things that people don't think about when it comes to sex. And I'm going to teach people that on camera so they know that this is what happens when Antonio's off camera. Non-demand touching, I'm into this. And so preparation, sensate focus sessions should be scheduled ahead of time to allow for mental and physical preparation. Consider what will help you get in the mood for intimate touch. It's important to minimize distractions and engage the senses. Again, it's important to minimize distractions and engage the senses. Removing distractions can include locking the bedroom, um, Hold on for a minute. Yes. Since a focus session should, should be, you know, removing distractions can include locking the bedroom door, taking time to unwind beforehand, ensuring chores are completed. That can happen, you know, whatever, um, even if it's not in a bedroom, just any sexual setting you're in. So remove distractions include locking doors, taking time to unwind, Beforehand, ensuring chores are completed. To engage the senses, you may use sensual music without lyrics, scented candles, satin fabric, or lotion. So the phases are, phase one, take turns touching, kissing, and stroking anywhere in your partner's body or your own for solo, except genitals, breasts, pecs, or however you choose to label your body parts, because non-binary people obviously exist. For a partner, sensate focus, partner one touches for 10 or more minutes, then partner two, or more than two partners, touches for 10 or more minutes, avoid touch that leads to orgasm intercourse until phase four. Phase two, same as phase one, except that genitals and breasts and pecs and however you label your body parts can be, can be included. Phase three, partner sensate focus only, engaging mutual touching, kissing and stroking of each other's body simultaneously. Start with phase one, touching and progress to phase two, avoid touching at least orgasm and intercourse, phase four. Proceed through phases one through three. Then move into a position as if you're going to have intercourse or masturbate for solo sensei focus. Move and rub your bodies against each other. Avoid intercourse or touching that will lead to orgasm. So having completed one or two sessions of phase four. So I do all these phases. I do use sensual music with and without lyrics. I do use scented candles. I do use satin fabric and I do use lotions and potions. Mm. I do use perfume and cologne. Mm. And I do all the phases one through four of Sensate Focus. I do. I do lock the doors. I do take to unwind. And my chores are motherfucking completed all the all goddamn ready. And the temperature, when it comes to the sex, it's warm. The temperature of my sex having is warm when needed, cool when needed. And the pressure of the sex is hard when needed, soft when needed. And the texture of the sex is smooth when needed, rough when needed. So the temperature, pressures, and textures of our bodies are warm when needed, cool when needed, hard when needed, soft when needed, smooth when needed, and rough when needed. And I do do non-demand touching. I absolutely do that. Conclusion. 
Then I'll go to the example. Since a book system used by sex therapists for 50 years to help people overcome barriers to sexual satisfaction deepen their sexual experience. Sensate focus or mindfulness will touch these people how to get out of their heads and into their bodies during sexual experiences using progressive intimacy and exercises with non-demand touching. And then it's, there's one example. Sherris and Anne. Sherris and Anne are a lesbian couple whose sex has lost its luster. They've tried different ways to spice up, such as watching porn before sex, which is what I do with some of my lovers, not them all. Wearing sexy outfits. I do that quite often with my lovers. And even role play. Oh, we can't have sex without sexual role play. That's just us. Some of these activities have been fun, but in the end, they still feel dissatisfied and disconnected during and after sex. Sharon and Anne realized they had lost touch with their own and each other's bodies since they both helped them reconnect with each other in an intentional, intimate way. So, to conclude, you know, so. I have to be honest, did I ever lose an erection when I had sex in the past? But because I was so physically and innerly attracted to them, the erection would come back, boom. And did I ever feel like I was, we, did we ever feel like we're losing touch with, the, with our own and each other's bodies? Yes, but because we um, would see each other as soon as it happened and it get hot, it, it would click on quite easily. And we would say our distracting thoughts to each other, you know, because of sexual performance anxiety, we would reassure each other right away. So the distracting thoughts really didn't last long because we were so into the sex. But yes, I do sensate focus quite well. And yes. Did I ever have thoughts also about personal securities, work, family, relationships, stresses, to-do lists, and worrying about their experiences with well of my own and spectating? Those things happen, but it didn't happen very long. But yes, those are con- the, the same distracting thoughts that intercourse, you know, somebody looks tired. Do they want me to stop? Should I switch positions? Am I penetrating enough? Am I, is my tongue not good enough? I had those insecurities, but it didn't last long because we kept reaffirming each other back then, which I find to be amazing. Mm, I just love being truthful, as you already know. So, I'm finishing out the sexual experiences for today. Why are Virgos so good in bed? The sign is known for its uh, prowess. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. I'm going to take my clothes off. By Hannah Kearns. Updated April 7, 2022. Originally published August 26, 2021. So now you're going to learn more about me. Virgos, like myself, are called the virgins of the astrological astrological chart. So that's no bearing on how we are experienced when we're actually in the bedroom in any sexual setting that we are in. Ruled by Mercury, also known as the planet of communication, Virgos such as I are very in, in tune to the needs of our partners. Picking up on all those little hints that let them know that they're doing a goddamn good job. 
If you've been lucky enough to have intimate moments with Virgos like me, or have experienced what it's like to have Virgos like me in bed and in a sexual setting we're in together, you already know that we are incredible ass lovers. So why are Virgos such as myself are so motherfucking good in bed and sexual settings we're in? Let's map it the fuck out. So Virgo personality traits in bed and sexual settings we're in. So Virgos, August 22nd through September 22nd. I was born September 16th, 1993. Go figure. We tend to be attentive, perceptive, and reliable. Three important qualities that we possess that have clearly been demonstrated between the sheets and the public sex I have and the private sex I have. Hmm. Long story short, this this sign of Virgos, which I belong to, is we're very devoted to giving our partners all the O's, big O's, most of all. Here's why. We are hardworking perfectionists. This zodiac that I belong to is also perfectionist to the good extremes. We're detail-oriented within. I am, we, people like me, we are detail-oriented with impeccably high standards. Us Virgos won't set up anything less than the best. Earth signs, you know, that I'm, I'm down with. We are the overachievers of the Zodiac, and we won't quit till the job is done. Astrology writers Emily Ann and Chelsea Jackson previously wrote for Lee Bailey. And those statements apply to me perfectly. So yeah, you can count on us to leave favorable slash memorable impressions. And even when the job is done, we're going to keep doing the job correctly. And we're never going to stop doing the job. It's like, okay, I celebrate my success. Let's keep the success going while celebrating it sexually. That's me for sure damn sure for virgos like me it's all about give and take which bodes well for our partners folks like me who fall under the sign are typically hardworking and eager to prove themselves securely not insecurely so if you want partners committed to your pleasure hooking up with virgos like me is a goddamn good bet motherfuckers Virgos like me are experimental. It's rare to find a partner that's truly up for anything in the bedroom, any sexual setting you're in. But we're in. But it's a lot more likely if the person you're seeing is a Virgo. Me, me, me. Virgos like me are known for being practical and down to earth. So I don't get high and mighty about sex and intimacy. That being said, we're probably willing to try pretty much anything at least once. I know I am. You'll never have a boring sex life with a Virgo like me. Whether it's some role play, BDSM, or a tricky new position, Virgos like me are naturally curious 
and were generally interested in experimenting. Um, Earth signs, like we are very physical in general. Earth signs, Virgo, Taurus, and Capricorn are grounded and naturally sensual, making us great at sex. And us Virgos are no exception. We're very in touch with the physical world, a major reason why we are A-plus lovers. So, for example... Virgos and relationships. So if you're looking, if you're just looking for a FWB situation, Virgos like me are going to be cool with that. Us Earth signs value practicality. Value practicality, so you don't have to worry about things getting too emotional too fast if that's not your particular speed. Just communicate your expectations ahead of time, and we're cool with that. That said, if you're searching for something steamy and serious, us Virgos are all around great in relationships too, assuming you can tie us down. Astrology writer Nina Klein explained for Bustle, Virgos like me don't give in to love too quickly, but once we do, we take our commitment seriously, and that commitment typically shows up as acts of service. Most Virgos' love language. Mine is acts of service, physical touch, and spending time and gifts, you know. In other words, commitment could lead to even better sex for some of us Virgos. Because I'm a casual type of person, just be committed to honoring my whole personhood, which leads to better sex in my situation. Although astrological signs Although astrological signs might not be the first thing you check for when it comes to vetting potential hookups, there's a good-ass chance that some of your best times in the bedroom, any other sexual setting we're in, we're, we're with a Virgo partner like me. Now's, now's as good as time as any to make more of those damn right memories. But I'm a good type of perfectionist, not a bad type, but it's one And it says, Virgos are honest to a fault. This earth sign tends to be blunt and occasionally a little too honest. For me, I would say I'm honest without a fault. Meaning that my bluntness and honesty, that level of honesty, is appreciated. I know by me, by my partners, hey. You know, their words may come across as harsh, but there are benefits to this trait, too. Um, me? I'm never bad harsh. I want to make that clear. I'm never bad harsh. Then it says, you'll never have to wonder where you stand with a Virgo like me. And then be sure to tell you exactly what they want you in bed and all the sexual settings, and that is motherfucking truth. 
You want your hookups to be great for everyone involved, and the best way to accomplish that is through clear communication. Luckily, burglars like me have no problem on that front. Just try your best to return the favor. Sex is always better when honesty goes to all when honesty goes to all the parties involved. Clear communication. Clear communication for the win. That's right. And, um, too long didn't read simply means there's more to say about us being experimental, but y'all get the point. All right, let me keep going. Virgo sexual compatibility. Okay, so clearly Virgo, Virgos like me have the personality it takes for toe-curling sexual encounters, but that doesn't mean there'll be a match made in, extra, in astrological heaven for everyone. Um, personally, I know that I'm a match made in extra, astrological heaven for everyone sexually. I know that I am. Um, it's just that some people I'm not supposed to have sex with because... They're either toxic or we're better off as friends without the sex. But I know in my heart that naturally I'm a match made in astrological heaven for everyone sexually and bodily. I know I am. There are some zodiac signs that have particularly hot chemistry with we're called virgins, Virgos, as you know. Virgo and Taurus. Virgo and Taurus's compatibility is truly one of a kind. This duo might be the most grounded pair of the Zodiac. They're a very balanced pair in and out of the bedroom, which I love. Virgos enjoy submission, and Taurus will totally be into it. For me, I'm a versatile. I'm a switch. I'm a soft dom. I'm a hard dom. I'm a sensual masochist. I'm a sensual sadist. I'm a rope bunny slash rigger when it comes to BDSM. I'm a daddy dom. I'm a mommy dom. And I'm a non-binary dom when it comes to sex. And Taurus will totally be into it. Astrologer Valerie Master briefly told Ugly Daily. Taurus wants to sexually claim or possess their lovers while Virgos want to submit to them and please them. So, there are times where I want to sexually claim and possess my lovers and there are times where I do want to submit to them. You know what I mean? But we please each other no matter what we do sexually. Because I have people who aren't Tauruses who have sex like Tauruses, according to what I'm telling you. So we, they're sexual claiming, lover possessing, submission and pleasing, and it all is wrapped up in one when we say pleasing, because that means that we're pleasing no matter what. Ahem. 
Remember what I said about people pleasing? It's good people pleasing. So the sex is the same way. Your two sides are naturally on the same wavelength, but when they falter, their mutual emphasis on communication helps write things. There's no falter when it comes to me. But growing as lovers toward each other, that's what happens. For these two, chatty sex is good sex. Now, I like that type of sex. Don't get me wrong. So, Virgo and Gemini. Since Virgo and Gemini are both ruled by Mercury, these signs are seriously compatible, especially when it comes to sex. They're both very communicative. That's me, which goes a long way in hookups. I experienced that. Let's not sit there on the same page about everything. Virgos tend to overthink things. Perfections tend to do that. Not me. That doesn't plague my life anymore. Whereas Jim and I tend to speak their mind more freely. Well, I mean, I do a podcast, so I have that trait that people apply to Gemini's. I'm a Virgo with that trait. Then it says, this disconnect can lead to some trouble for a virgin and Gemini couple, especially considering both sides are stubborn and sure they're right. I'm good stubborn. I'm never bad stubborn, though. And when I'm right, it's out of humility, not arrogance. And so I don't think that disconnect will occur. And I'm just appreciating that I'm saying these things all to you. Um, I speak my mind much more freely. I didn't always, but I grew into it. Although Virgo and Gemini have a very different approach to life, they tend to work up their differences through sex in a healthy way. We don't depend on sex, but healthily, we do. Charlotte, Clarice, Monaghan, previously told Brussels the result. Serious heat. Yes, that's what the fuck I do. Virgo and Virgo. Virgo Virgo compatibility should never be under, underestimated. As an extremely service-oriented sign, Virgos like me love to be a giver. And I love to be a receiver, too. I love to be a taker, too. And we won't stop till everyone is satisfied. When, and we do it until everyone's satisfied. And we keep doing it because everyone keeps being satisfied. That's how we are. And when these people get intimate, they won't settle for anything less than perfection. That's me. The only potential... The only potential issue, neither will want to dominate. No, there are times I do want to dominate. There are times I want to be submissive. Sometimes I want to do both. This mutual art sign is t- typically submissive given that insatiable desire to be of service. Uh, that's not always true for me. Even though Master Preves explained to Elite Daily, that's not always true about me. So even with that slight hiccup in mind, it's official two vehicles are better than one. Yeah, no real hiccups for me. That's what makes me extraordinary. And so... I want to now say these things about myself. Um, I'm learning new things about me. So I am what is called 
I practice emotional non-monogamy. What does that mean? Emotional non-monogamy doesn't have to involve love and whether you love your partner can, but that really depends on your own boundaries and the boundaries your partners feel comfortable with. I know for me, it's all about compassionate love. Enough said. For me, effective emotional non-monogamy means that if I have an emotional need and I know my partner cannot meet, I'm not expecting them to bend to suit my desires. I go to others who are close to me, my other partners. That's me. It doesn't threaten my relationship with my partners. Further, I can encourage my part, other my partner to do the same. You know, I practice solo polyamory, so go figure. Um, um, you know, and we, I do need, I do understand that my need to be honest about my emotional needs and I do that and I do look for ways to have them met appropriately and legally that satisfies everyone doesn't involve any dishonesty so that's what it means to me to practice emotional non-monogamy what does it look like to be emotionally I mean what about emotional non-monogamy let me get back to that I was I've been practicing a form of emotional I've been practicing a form of emotional non-monogamy for years without realizing simply by having close friends outside my relationship. And I've been having other partners too. Shay, you know, I think that having emotional intimate connections outside of one relationship does add to the health of any relationship of mine too. And I feel that way. You know, it says... I'm pretty sure now y'all get the point. You get the point. I just wanted to go over that. And, um... I practice what is called responsible... Non-monogamy. It's very short. In response to non-monogamy, myself and other participants agree upon the parameters of our non-monogamous activities, which may include, which does include caveats about protection, relationship statuses, and etc. It's when two or more partners, in my case myself and them, we mutually agree upon rules about our non-exclusive sexual relationships. Those are new things. You're definitely learning about yours truly. Um, This is fantastic. Okay, let me get to finish on time. This is this is beautiful. This is really beautiful. Okay, February 20, 2022, Popular Astrology. Why are Virgos so good in bed? The top five reasons explained by Laura. Uh, Lara. Virgos like me may have gotten stuck with the reputation for being prudish and sexually inexperienced. You know, the whole Virgo, the virgin thing. That happened to me when I was younger by a handful of people. 
But that isn't exactly the case, hell no, it's not. I'm disagreeing, you know. Yes, Virgos, like me, is pragmatic, can be a bit cold at times. I'm not cold. Because I'm not a cold-hearted person. I do demonstrate boundaries, but it's never me. Virgos is pragmatic, you know, but this is an earth sign after all. And earth signs are very lusty and sensual. I am very lusty and sensual, that's true. Many Virgo natives like me are actually feverishly... Many Virgo natives like me are actually feverishly sexual. And we know with intimate detail all the ways to pleasure our partners to the maximum, which we fucking do. We are low-key experts in the bedroom and all the sexual settings. Some people go, no, you're a high-key expert because you podcast, you public figure. Okay, that's true. Much to the surprise of many, much to the pleasant surprise of many of my partners, yes, I pleasure them more than you think. I was like, wow, you're better than I imagined or either thought or daydream, you know? So what are the surprises that Virgos like me packing in the bedroom of the other sexual settings that make us so appealing? In this post, we reveal all of Virgo's sexual, Virgo's sexual secrets mine, and reveal once and for all why Virgo's like me are so damn good between the sheets and any other sexual setting that we're in. Now let's goddamn get into it. One, we have a grounded therapeutic approach to sex. Being an earth sign, Virgo, such as myself, We ground energies well. We're naturally sensual and in touch with the physical world. Virgo, me, is the sign of the healer after all. We are a very service-oriented zodiac placement that's focused on health and well-being. So many Virgos like me view sex as an essential element of energy, body, and soul maintenance. We know how to use sex to release tension and build up fill up the heart in a balanced and stilling way. Our healthy attitudes towards sex does help our partners better connect in compassionate love and romance of the body and of the soul. (laughs) We're patient, nurturing, and thoroughly healing. Our patient, nurturing, and thoroughly healing touch makes us great at comforting our partners who's experienced all varieties of life's traumas and needs us as a safe space and safe grace to heal because we are patient nurturing thoroughly healing so yes we are healers we know how to touch a partner slowly and sensually in ways that melts them physically energetically and emotionally we have an ability to reliably instill relaxation like this which does makes us eminently rewarding to our sexual partners and yes we are eminently rewarding sexual partners of ours perhaps the best part about Virgos like me, my earthy practical side is how no frill sex is with me. (laughs) 
we were Virgos like me were easy and low maintenance lovers. Doesn't take a whole lot to please us. Just be of wisdom, kindness, and anti-bullshit. Alright? High strong. I'm good high strong. It's there. But it's adorable. Like I'm really into um, being a quality person, a quality lover. Number two, our attention to detail. Sure, impeccable attention to detail doesn't sound too swoon worthy for many people. But it's very good for people like me. While not, well, I am overtly sexy when I need to be. We'll get into how practically useful this Virgoan trait of mine is in bed and other sexual settings. First, let's highlight what a lot of us unfortunately deal with in bed and any other sexual settings. Unaware partners, someone who absent, who, someone who, people who absentmindedly goes through the motions of sex and doesn't pay attention to what your body or you, for that matter, are saying. We all know how that goes, and it's ultimately never satisfying. Q Virgo, me, who wants to know everything about your bodies and and is intuitive enough to pick up on your most subtle signals. And I am also an excellent and attentive communicator. With Virgos like me, you don't have to stress or strain to get all of your little sexual quirks laid out on the table. Where we'll intuitively pick up on what you want and need in bed, any other sexual setting, all in appealing, slow, and sensual ways. And of course, this Mercury ruled sign that I'm a, that I have is we're excellent with our hands and our tongues. We know exactly what to do with all of the data that we glean off of your body languaging. We might not initially recognize how amazing it is to be so tuned into you. I'm sorry. Let me reword that. You might not initially recognize how amazing it is to be so tuned into. That is until you get freaky with another zodiac sign, me Virgo, <laughs> and realize what's missing technique wise because we are wise with the techniques. <laughs> and of course, Virgos like me, we're very attentive to the details of our environments. We make sure that our sexual settings are conducive to great ass times as well. Number three. Our devotion to pleasing you in just the right ways and all the right ways. Earth signs and Virgos in particular like me. We're the overachievers of the zodiac, as you already know. In bed and any other sexual settings, we are there to please and we won't quit till our partners are really satisfied, as you know. And as you already know, we're gonna keep satisfying you. We're gonna get we're gonna get better and better as lovers each and every time. And we're going to keep learning, growing, evolving as lovers each and every time, too. We love to play the caretaker. And we're total givers in bed and other sexual settings. We're also takers when we need to be when it comes to the bed and other sexual settings, too. As mentioned, Virgos like me, we are the pinnacle of attentiveness and respectfulness in love. Our partners definitely comes first. Your pleasure... Is our pleasure. Our partners definitely comes first. Your pleasure is, is our pleasure, and our pleasure is your pleasure. 
We will not give up till the job is done well. And we love doing our jobs. We'll never stop doing our jobs. Talk about sex now. If you encounter any difficulties in bed in the sexual setting, our fixer nature our fixer nature kicks in. We work hard to sort out. We work hard and smart to sort out to sort out any issues you've we've, con- we've confronted. Because of this, we you can grow a lot individually as partners in a sexual romance with a Virgo like me. And our fixer nature kicks in, and we work out hard and smart to sort out any issues you've confronted too. As a mutable sign, Virgos like me can naturally gravitate from being in charge, being submissive, into being submissive to now being in charge. In other words, the mutable sign, Virgos like me can naturally gravitate from being in charge, being submissive, from being submissive to being in charge, right? Yes. As a sign of service, Virgos like me tend to love taking on a submissive role in service of their partner's more dominant desires. And we also tend to love taking on a more dominant role in service of our partner's more submissive desires. So that's how we define service Virgos. Most Virgos, such as me, will end up being with a dominant partner, even though mo- for the most part, I'm the dominant partner. Mm. We get off from getting you off usually by whatever means necessary. More on this later. Number four, our sexual versatility. While Virgos like me look rather unassuming on the surface, we have a surprising depth, D-E-P-T-H, and sensual intensity inside that's waiting to be awoken. If anyone still holds the perception that Virgos like me are predictable and boring, then they probably haven't met one like me yet in bed in any other sexual setting. Remember, too, that Virgos me were ruled by Mercury, the planet of the mind and communication. Virgos like me usually have fantastic imaginations and were often well read. Sexual intimacy is a great way for Virgos like me to feel comfortable in peeling away all of our complex layers of creative expression. Our depth of sexual abilities runs quite deep and we can happily and joyfully and excitedly and euphorically indulge in a wide variety of sexual techniques and positions on a whim. We're typically up for just about anything in the bedroom in the sexual settings, which makes us quite fun lovers. In fact, many Virgos like me love to show the ropes to inexperienced lovers. We're great teachers that provide a ton of sexual education all in safe, loving, and compassionate ways. Even though, as a Virgo, as you know, we're an earth sign, our mutable nature means that we will switch things up often enough to keep any partner interested. We might be rough one night or one day, and we're gentle the next day or the next night. Who knows what tricks we'll have up our sleeve next to keep you guessing. Mm. And remember, I can have chatty sex as well all right i can have slow sex romantic sex medium between fast and slow sex i can have fast sex slow sex rough sex gentle sex um between gentle and rough sex i can do that too i can have quiet sex i can have loud sex i can have medium between loud and quiet sex as well Mm. 
I can be prime animalistic, I can be sensual, I can be kinky, I can be sexual, I can be erotic, I can be intimate, I can be a shapeshifter, I can be kinky. Number five, our kinky side. Virgos like me, we are we are the biggest wild card kinksters in the zodiac. Surprise? Well, it's usually quiet ones like me who are really the really freaky ones after all that's true about me most virgos such as myself will try just about anything in bed in the sexual setting at least once we're inventive and curious enough to experiment with all sorts of bdsm and kink type activities we enjoy natural we enjoy power play and are often naturally submissive i know i enjoy power play and i'm also naturally dominant will often be aroused by the idea of being consensually forced to do certain acts and consensually forcing other people to do certain acts too. Enthusiastically consensually, and it's all law-abiding, all law-abiding, I repeat again. It helps us relax and get out of our own heads, but we can also switch it up and take the dominant role quite naturally as well too, as y'all know. Basically, if you're adventurous in bed and the other sexual settings we're in, You'll never have, again, you'll never have a boring ass sex life with a Virgo like me. You can ask us for an inch and we'll give you miles and bet any other sexual setting we're in. The key with Virgos like me is making us feel safe to open up. We can be modest and shy when we don't feel at ease. That prudish facade falls away fast when we feel held and comfortable making way for quite the wild side. By the way, I'm not a prude, but I'm against prude shaming, kink shaming, sex shaming, slut shaming. And I hate virginity tests and I hate rape culture, okay? It says, feel free to bring up your deepest and darkest kinks. Virgos like me were truly open to trying things that many others in the Zodiac wouldn't be willing to do, provided that our partners is, are completely upfront transparent about it because we're completely upfront transparent about our sexual needs and desires with you. If we don't like something bad or any other sexual setting, we'll let you know immediately and we'll help things move seamlessly onto the next stage. Really, don't hesitate to share your fantasies with Virgos like me. We're no nonsense anti bullshit and we're very accepting and embracing. Conclusion, there you go. Five reasons why Virgos like me are so good sexually. Fun fact, we're also fantastic lovers all around, and we do make great long-term partners. We're, ca we're quite cautious in love, and we can be very picky when choosing partners. And also, we're quite cautious in lust, and we can be very picky when choosing partners. So if you do find yourself fooling around with a Virgo like me, consider yourself goddamn motherfucking fortunate. And we're the easiest mates to catch depending upon if you're a solid human being or not. Mm. And by the way... I am the best kisser. Build our tongue, right? So it's obvious that I, I'm an A plus kisser. 
I make the hundreds all the time. <laughs> Wow, this has been really, really wonderful. And I'm into full body exploration, so. Wow. So I'll say more tomorrow. And I definitely will.